0: Welcome to SEN Fridays in the Top End, 16, 11am. Thanks to Rain and Horn, Darwin. We will love your listing. A little bit of a different look in the Rain and Horn studio this morning with Robbie the Guru hail away on a work mission in Alice Springs. But we do have the original, the OG, Raph Clark back in the studio. Raf, how's things, mate?
1: Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Very exciting week. Um, grand final week. Um, so, yeah. yeah, an awesome couple of games on the weekend. So, yeah, looking forward to the grand final uh, and even the NRL grand final, mate. So, um, you know, if you're up in Brisbane at the moment, you'll be going mad and, and oh, yeah. loving life because both codes are in the big dance. So, mm. look out.
0: 100%. I could not imagine the party that would go on in Queensland this weekend if both the Lions and the Broncos get up. What have you been up to, Raf? Been away from the studio for a couple of weeks. Um, have you been interstate? Have you been working? Been around yeah, the place? Yeah, plenty,
1: plenty of work, mate. A um, couple of <clears throat> bush trips um, down to, all the way down to Bournemouth, all the way across to the Cape York. Um, oh, wow. Also the Timber Creek again. And, yeah, um, yeah, just to keep an eye on all the wildfires with a bit of carbon stuff I do. And, yeah, also the own business is starting to pick up a lot of work in Catherine. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) can't sit still for very long
0: Raf can you believe that we are one week away from the NTFL season starting how are firstly how are you looking coaching St Mary's have you had confirmation about the competition structure this year are you going to be it's a division 2 setup again so same as last
1: year Um, they've um, gone and put us in in the Div 1 so I wasn't sure if there was a Div 2 comp at all is that Um, a good move yeah, I think so, mate. Um, but they've made it a six-team comp, so yeah. at least we'll have two extra teams to play against yeah. than, than what we did last year. So, whether the um, you know the standard is a lot harder and um, you know it's a bit more talent in that in that Div One or not, mm. um, where you know the Div Two is more for the older guys who like to hang out and have some fun. So, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gone and you know managed to recruit a couple of younger guys um, that you know can't. Obviously Play Premier League because of work commitments and whatnot, so they'll come down and have a kick and have a bit of a bit of a fun time with us at Div Two. So i oh, Div One now, so yeah, <laughs> yeah confusing myself. But um, yeah, we're looking not too bad, mate. So yeah, hopefully there's a, there's a team and we we don't play till the final weekend our first game, so I get an extra week to get a, a decent squad together.
0: Yep. Have you had much of a look at the St Mary's Premier League team and how they're shaping up? I know uh, the Division One, sorry, Division One now. Confusing me too. Training at a different (laughs) spot. Um, But have you seen much of St Mary's Premier League? I know they took on Pint last night in a uh, trial game. What are you hearing out of the Saints camp?
1: Yeah, mate. I have. um, We had the first couple of weeks of training with them, so they're you know the solid squad of those um, regulars, Jackson Calder and those boys and Kieran Parnell. um, You know, so. But yeah, I haven't seen them for a few weeks, and I haven't sort of been had the time to catch up with them. So I'm I'm sort of in the air, up in the air with them as well. So mm. I haven't. Not as well as hopefully the guru would be here because he seems to know everything and, and yourself mate so hopefully I'll get some info um, about all the teams today from you you guys. <laughs> yeah well I reckon
0: next week we'll really sink our teeth into the, the NTFL, NTFL stuff yeah. obviously we have a lot going on nationally with the grand finals in both codes and the Brownlow medal and the M and everything like that but of course it's getting exciting Raph the NTFL season is just one week away as we said. Um, I didn't see much of the trial game last night between Pines and St Mary's it looked like a reasonable standard typical sort of scrappy trial game as you would expect but there were a few highlights um, the big one though Raf, which we spoke about on the show last week was that Pint have confirmed the signings of Stephen Motlop Thomas Motlop and Liam Holt Fitz so Stephen Motlop needs no introduction, 200-plus AFL game player. Uh, Thomas Motlop's been an absolute champion in the NTFL competition for well over a decade at Wanderers and then had a stint at Nycliffe. And Liam Holt-Fitz uh, is a triple premiership player at Nycliffe, a Cheney medalist, and spent last season uh, at the Darwin Buffalos driving in from Catherine. So three really good signings there. Can you see those signings moving the needle for Pine? Can you see those having an impact and driving Pine up the ladder?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um you know, Thomas, uh, I didn't see him play too much Premier League last year, so I thought Thomas was, like, getting to the stage mm. where he was, like, happy to start slowing up a bit and, um, you know, taking the back seat. But, um, yeah, if he's going over the pints, it looks like he's, um, you know, up and ready and fit and going. So, yeah, Stephen and Mollop, you put him in any side... Um You know you're gonna get better, Mm. (laughs) Um, and and it brings you know more players probably want to turn up and play with him as well. So and yeah, Liam. That's um, I know I didn't think I'd see Liam um, go to another club, but Mm. yeah, obviously, yeah. When Liam's on his day, he's um, one of the best small forwards in the comp. So definitely does um, make especially if they're all playing on the forward line, unless mm-hmm. Thomas comes back and be a tagger, and we know he can be that annoying type, um, play your role, lockdown yeah. defender. So, yeah, um, I think the, the, the way it's looking, like I think if you can build your the Darwin-based squad um, like mm-hmm. St. Mary's had all those years ago, um, when they were pretty successful with McFarlane and all those guys, um, yeah, because the flying rules are getting tougher, the point system and all that keeps changing every year. So it's... You know, if you can lock down a you know a decent twenty odd blokes that live here, and, and you know they're going to turn up every week and and perform, um, and that looks like um Shannon's going and done so.
0: Yeah, bolstering your junior base and getting a really good local group of players is pretty much a foolproof strategy to achieving success in the NTFL. Um, It's always going to help a team. Um, It's off-season now in the AFL for, well, 16 clubs, of course, not Brisbane and Collingwood, but a few of the Territory boys are in town at the moment. I've bumped into Malcolm Roses at bus training. I saw Brandon Parfitt and, of course, Stephen Mollop, who's no longer in the elite system, but saw those two having a coffee. Have you run into any of the AFL boys enjoying their break? I think Benny Long's in town.
1: Yeah, running to Benny, um, his first week he's back here. Um, so I've had a good chat with Benny. Um, but, yeah, also, obviously, the big brother. He's yep. he's back in town. He's been back for a few weeks. Um, mm. Some so very yeah. big news
0: about him too. Yeah. Very so big news about him. So yeah, yeah. do you want to break the news? True.
1: Um, I think it was broken on um, social media, but yeah, Xavier's yep. no, signed. No, well, I mean um, break the news for this show. <laughs> Sorry, for the SCN fans. Um, <laughs> yeah, Xavier yeah, Clark has signed um, with North Melbourne as assistant yep. coach this year. So, yeah, it was a bit of an interesting move. Um, you know, I tried to get him on this morning, but it was his birthday yesterday, so he's a bit fasty this morning. <laughs> so he's happy to join us next happy week. Happy 40th, is it right? Yeah, happy 40th cool. for the, the X-Men, Xavier Clark, um, you know, a new role. So he's, mm. you know, I think he was more looking forward to, you know, if the coach was out Richmond was someone that he could learn a lot more often he you know built his own coaching mm. strategies and that but he's worked the last five or six years with McWalter and also um, I forget the other one that was uh, Uze that oh, was yeah, it, that's left one, at Richmond
0: so Uze is the one that's got appointed now as a new coach Yeah. Uze.
1: so he's, he's spent um, you know last four or five years with him as well so yeah it, Xavier um, and his mind thought that, you know, like if I need to learn more from um, a senior coach that's been around and I haven't been working with the last few years. So, you know, there's a few clubs interested, I think. Um, so, if he, obviously, Rossi Lyons still wanted to grab him and uh, North Melbourne were very keen and also Carlton. So, um, mm. but yeah, he's um, gone with that as well. He's a Yeah, looks like he's um, yeah, going to be enjoying that. So, he's, uh, yeah, I think you understand Melbourne this is the main thing for his daughters. So, yep. yeah, all good.
0: Awesome. I think uh, there's a few more questions I have about Xavier Clark's appointment as a new assistant coach of North Melbourne. So we might talk about that a little bit after the break. Plenty of AFL stuff and NRL stuff here at SEN Fridays in the top end. And remember, the SEN roll call. Text us now. Where are you listening? We want to know the place what you're doing and how you're listening is it via the app is it in the car just let us know text o four two six three zero seven two six nine. that's o four two six three zero seven two six nine. stay with us at Friday's in the top end thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin we will love your listing SCN Friday's in the top end thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter here with Raph Clark talking about his brother Xavier Clark's appointment as a new assistant coach of North Melbourne Raph what do you know about this? Like, how long after say Richmond when they announced Adam muse and you knew that your brother was unsuccessful for the senior position? How long was it until you thought, yeah, I reckon that might be it at Richmond? Did you know that if he didn't get the senior position, that that would probably be the end of his time at the club?
1: Yeah, I think um, once he, you know, when it came down to the final two, um, and I think he realised, you know, like for like I said, he's developing his own coaching. Um, um, skills and experience. Um, I think the two guys he, that uh, were left over out of McQualter and Uze that he he'd probably couldn't learn it too much more from them. Um, and then then again, you know, once new coaches are um, appointed, they like to bring in their own team and, and guys they might want to be have have with them. So I know he had a couple of years left at um, Richmond, um, so they had to do a bit of a deal there and sort that out. And yeah, so yeah, I think the main thing is that you know he's still learning and developing um, his own. Co- coaching experiences and that and you know when you talk about someone like Alistair Clarkson over the last 10 years in AFL footy I think he was most, most wanted coach there uh, for oh, yeah. a while so you know he's definitely going to learn a lot more and he's he's going to grow his experience and, and what not so you know hopefully we get got Xavier on next week and he can explain it all himself but um, yeah I don't want to say too much that I don't know but yeah, it's it's good to see, and um, you know he'll continue to grow and learn. That's the main thing, and um, I think he's got a bigger role as well. I think he's doing more of the offensive um, coach, so yep. not just the forward line, so the whole offence um, and overlooked all of it. So, yeah, so yeah, good luck to Xavier.
0: Yep, and where do you see? Because North Melbourne are a club that we haven't spoken a lot about on this show. So where do you see North Melbourne currently? And I know. It's hard to sort of sugarcoat, it. like they have struggled the last couple of years, but they've got that assistant package now from the AFL, the somewhat controversial assistance package, yeah, but they've got a bunch of young players coming in. So it's almost like a blank canvas for Xavier to work with, really. there has got a lot of young players at the club, and I imagine just like you did at Richmond, Xavier will be working pretty closely
1: with some of the young boys at North Melbourne. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's a, the, the big upside to it. I know Richmond's squad was getting a bit younger as well, but they still had the experience and, and you know, were still predicted to finish in those final series and all that so but you know when you get to join a new group and especially a young group that hasn't had su- um, success lately so mm-hmm. you know it'll be good to see how they grow together and learn off each other um, you know and if you can you know, turn it around for a footy club and help them go forward and all of a sudden you know you're, you're having successful football seasons um, you know then he's a part of that so mm-hmm. I think that's the other exciting thing for Xavier and, and you know the North Melbourne group um, yeah they go forward next year and they, they Win more games, and it's already a positive. So, and it, you know, if he's had a helping hand in that, then you know, that means he's, he's um, expertise are helping
0: out 100%. Speaking of coaching, um, Brenton Toy has been announced that he will join Nycliffe. That was announced last week. Uh, I think he is joining the club in a director of coaching style capacity, so not necessarily taking a line as an assistant coach or something like that. But, um, yeah, great pick up by the Tigers. We've sort of debated a little bit on this show about how Nycliffe are looking, sort of more so maybe the guru has been strong, but they might struggle a little bit this year. Now, I'm not too sure about how they're looking personnel-wise and the playing list and which fly-ins they have, but... When I look at that club, I look at Brenton Toy, Lee Crossman, and Cameron Islet, and there are other names there that they're just synonymous with success, and they know the territory game inside and out. So it's hard to see um, the Tigers really struggling too much with those guys being at the club. But Brenton Toy, what can you tell us about him? That's a good signing from the
1: Tigers. Yeah, definitely, and um, especially if you're, you know, trying to get some more local boys, especially some Teary boys across. Mm. Brenton Toy's, um, you know, one of the best for you know, coaching TV boys and being a mentor for all those boys and, um, yeah, whether, uh, Nycliffe are trying to go down that direction and, and try convince a couple of TV boys to come across and play as well. Um, but yeah, you know, Brenton's been, been around for a number of years and he's been a successful coach at a lot of clubs, especially St. Mary's. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I was quite surprised I didn't think, um, Brenton, because his young father was still, the yep. son and daughters were still running around with Saints juniors, but yeah, then again, um, you know it's probably a good role for him cuz he's not actually you know sitting on the sideline coach and he's just ca- taking he, care of the coaches and the, the the leaders around the place so
0: he must uh, love his coaching doesn't he Brent yeah. like he's been around for many different clubs he's gone through the academy systems and Brent was one of those guys where like He's a fair bit older than me, but he's not that much older. And nah. even when I was a little kid, he was coaching. So he must have yeah. started coaching really early in his 20s. I know he had that knee injury. Um, I think he might have been in like under-18s or under-19s or something at St Mary's. But he was a gun as a junior and then played a little bit of the early seniors. And then, yeah, was done with the with the knee injury or recurring knee injuries, I believe, in his early 20s. Is that, does that sound about right?
1: Yeah, he, he was coaching all along. Like, I remember playing in the, in the primary school competition and he was coaching um, back then, you mm. know, coaching one of the other schools. and. Yeah, so he's always been coaching as long as I've known Brenton. Um but yeah, it's good to see him still involved and it's it's sort of probably like myself, you know, you you, you try to step away from footy for a little bit or, you know, take a back seat and then you, you find yourself missing it again and mm. <laughs> then you're back in there once again. So yeah, it's good to see him um back there and hopefully he can help the Tigers out. Like uh, you know, if they, thats the other thing. Like we—you we just mentioned—you don't know who's, you know, the personnel at the moment yeah. and how many players. I know Lee Crossman's. I've taken a few po- um banks Bank boys with, across. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, in a couple of weeks. We'll all we'll all find out. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think a bit more will be
0: revealed over the
1: next week as well. Once the AFL
0: season finishes, everything sort of kind of turbocharges to yeah. the NFL and everything happens really really the quickly.
1: the HQ um, thingy will go yeah, mad and clearances, <laughs> the clearances will be are galore and yeah, permits and transfers <laughs> and. Hey, so, yeah.
0: a little bit of a um, a little bit of a sadder one with a couple of players passing away for the Tiwi Bombers Football Club over the past fortnight. Um, it's sort of a tricky one, uh, you know, for cultural reasons and a lot of things, but how is the club going to deal with that? Like, putting a footy perspective on that, such tragedy over on the islands, I can't imagine how difficult a job that must be for someone like Patrick Bowden, who is sort of new to... I don't know if he's new to the whole... Tiwi Islands community. I know his brother's over there at the moment, but it's still, he would be learning things on the go, um, and, and you can't just take over that club with purely just a football lens, or then you'll be, you know, a fish out of water when it comes to dealing with other things that go on the islands, and he's having somewhat of a baptism of a fire, um, you know, for the first sort of 12 weeks in the job, like two players who were senior players that would probably play round one, um, you know, have unfortunately passed away, and and that goes beyond football. That's, that's a bigger, more tragic thing than football, but how like that's th- it's a crazy challenge, isn't it? Taking yeah, definitely. By the wee like Bombers,
1: definitely. And I haven't had the time to catch up with um, Lindy. We've had Lindy on the show before yeah. the president, um, you know, and he he's rolling in it itself. And you know you, when he spoke to us, how tough it is. Um, so yeah, when I hopefully can touch base with Lindsay in the next few days, he's a close mate of mine. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a very very tough role to do, and you mm. know, having people on different parts of the island, and you can't all train together every Tuesday and Thursday, and so, yeah, hopefully the Tiwi boys are, um, you, know, you know, as sad as it is and hard as it is. Um, hopefully they, you know, get back together and yeah. they're, they're ready in a couple of weeks. So it'd be good to see them bounce back and, uh, and play some good footy.
0: Yeah, well, fingers crossed Anthony Mankara um, and Waller can be po- positives for them yep. and give them that spark. So I think we all want to see a competitive Tiwi Bombers. You know, yep. we've spoken about it many times on the show about... Just how exciting they were in the 2011-12 season and those surrounding years, you know, with Rocco at his best, Ross Tungatalam and Ephraim Woody and Simon Mankara and all those players. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can see Tiwi sort of rebound. And, of course, most importantly, thoughts with the friends and family of the two players that passed away. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and on Darwin.